Welcome to the VIP Suite, the podcast exclusively designed for independent beauty, health, and wellness professionals. Brought to you by Image Studios, the luxury leader in the salon suite industry. I'm your host, industry expert and certified business coach, Matthew Landis. Each episode will bring you insightful interviews with solo entrepreneurs who forge their own path to greatness. From sharing inspiring stories of triumph to practical tips and strategies for growing your client base and building your brand, this is the place to thrive and take your business to the next level. Joining me for this episode is hairstylist and owner of Image Studios in East Hanover, New Jersey, and owner of Avalon Salon in Milburn, New Jersey, is Ramon Ibrahim. Tell me a little bit more about your journey, Ramon, in the beauty industry. We're, we're a family of hairstylists. My uncle was a hairstylist, and he owns his own salon in Egypt. And uh, that was my first job when I was 15 years old. Just going there, hang out, picking up the phone, sweep the floor. That was it. Then one day, he shorthanded, asked us to kind of help, and we liked it, and we kept working. I love it. Still doing it to right now. So you went from sweeping the floors to getting your license to being a salon owner. What was that journey like? Long and beautiful. That was, I started doing hair in Egypt. So I was already a hairstylist. I already did the whole runaround. I got my license, everything, and a start and clientele and everything. Then I moved back to US here. And that was in 2005. I went to Tucson, Arizona. Then um, the journey started all over again. I worked at the Avalon Salon in Tucson, and it was a very successful salon. It was a dream to be owning one of those and working next to a very talented hair stylist. Everybody was working there, and I did it right from the beginning there. Folding towels, sweeping hair, assist everybody. Then one day I worked on the floor. One day I moved to New Jersey. I started all over again. Folding towel, sweeping the floor at... Um, RBA Salon in Melbourne, New Jersey, and JCQ in Cranford, New Jersey, as an assistant and the stylist. Build it back up again, and I loved it in New Jersey, and I settled in New Jersey. I love the the fact that you have always put in the, the work to get where you are. What motivated you to open your own salon? I always loved to own my own salon. It's just something you always wanted to do. That was a good question. <laughs> I just wanted to be a salon owner. I never really overthought it. How long have you been a salon owner? About a 10 year now. 10 years in New Jersey, two years in Tucson, 12 years. And what's been the best part of that journey as an owner? Best part, just seeing all those people growing and being successful. That was the best part of it all. You're teaching people and you see them like just blooming right there. And you start kind of earning a lot of fruit and a lot of flowers and a lot of shade. So you'd be proud of them. It's very, very interesting. I love it. I love- I love that. And what made you decide to open an image studios? It's about seeing people successful. It's always a struggle for the stylist when he move, especially in New Jersey, when you move from a traditional salon to traditional salon. By how he didn't like the environment. He hit it. He hit the owners. He hit the boss. He hit the system. He hit the feeling of the salon, going to work, not happy. There was no option. And it's nerve-wracking when you have a full book, $100,000, $150,000 book going with you around. So. Um, it was no option for us to do it my own. I wish I had it a long time ago when I moved to New Jersey and uh, that wasn't exist. So uh, as soon as I heard this aloud in New Jersey and I looked how beautiful image is. So I was like, this is just a perfect timing, a b- beautiful place. As a hairstylist, wanted to be working. Eh? As a uh, business owner, 
all those successful people be working for me. And sometimes it's just I know that salon is not for them and they're not for my team or my team not for them. And I want to help them. They're good people. I love them all, right? But I never had an option before. So it's easier to help them out to open their own salon. So now mm-hmm. I can just do the startup, give them the key, which I haven't done already. One of my employees, one of the top stylists I have in my salon, we just arrived to the point. She, I don't see her happy coming over. I take her outside. I was like, hey, Jen, listen, I don't see you happy coming here. Let me start something great for you. I give you a key of image studio. Look at her now. She is blooming there. Just went in her own. It was a completely different gen. The happiness, then it's just, it's just good. Good feeling to see people successful, you know? I can see you light up when you talk about really uh, empowering these pros and, and giving them these opportunities. You know, you've built an incredible empire looking at your salon and what you've done. What would you say your superpower is? It is success. That's my superpower. I just want to be successful and everybody around me be successful. As a person, like I'm really inspired by Badil Sassoon. Look at him. Changed the whole industry, right? Or Bay. A lot of people. On and on. So many people. They did a big impact on our industry, in our life. A lot of names. A lot of artists, new and old. A lot of legendary people. They make me successful because I read their books. I watch their videos. I follow their footsteps. They're successful people and uh, inspired by them. I love that you also said uh, help the people around you be successful. Tell me a little bit more about that. Just we're a people people. We're a hairstyle, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you want to be have the top client in your chair and you want to be have the top stylist right next to you. So that is a joy. That is what success means to me. And that's how I help them to get them to be a diet chair taking care of a very successful clientele and um, be working right next to a very successful hairstylist. I love that. You know, I used to work for, well, I've worked for a lot of different uh, owners and I've of course talked to many over the years. And I think there's a, there's a, two different mindsets and a lot of successful salon owners believe that they made the other, the stylists successful. And, you know, I worked for a guy many years ago who who believed that his stylist owed their success to him. And I was just a lowly little assistant at the time. And I thought, I think you've got that backwards. I think you owe your success to the stylist that, that have, have come with you on this journey and help make you successful and make you look good. Absolutely. They work both ways. It's a two-way highway. Yes. It's not just one way. So the salon owner is successful to have the right environment to let everybody come to work happy and have a great team, know how to talk to each other. That is the success for the salon for the salon owner. Stylists are very different kind of people. We're different. I'm one of them, right? I look at it because I like to be different. You know, I do like to be different. Yeah, we are different people. We march to our own uh, drum. And I think that's one of the things that's so great about Image Studios is that we really respect that and we foster that and we celebrate that, whether, you know, it's people in the beauty industry or the health and wellness industries is providing these spaces and these opportunities for people to really shine and to be able to run their businesses the way that they they see fit and to, to... create their own success as, as I think that you have done. 
you just need to do it. You just need to know, you know what? I'm going to be successful. That's it. I'm going to be having a client today. And I'm going to be working hard to be there for my client. You clearly... Kids, <laughs> kids family, house, car. It's another struggle too. Just to get there to your client. Yeah. How do you balance all of that? I don't know. I'm, I, I did not figure that out. But it is. I have no idea. Just by <laughs> surrounding myself with the right people, again, it's the same thing. It's an ongoing process, right? A, it's an, an ongoing, ongoing process. learning process. It doesn't stop. Yeah. So let me ask you a, a question. You know, every day should be a good day, but there are days when we want to just throw in the towel and walk away from it. How do you overcome those days? I don't think you're ever going to find an industry dealing with people and those people can inspire with daily to be successful in what you do as much as our industry. Construction guys, electrician, they doesn't deal with people. They deal with the walls and wires and hanging in the air. This is one of the, my wife, she's a physician, dealing with very sad people, helping people. She likes to do it to help people. Not practicing now, she's home. But us is a special, really special. Walking in, seeing a healthy person, happy to see you, love working with you, and it's always a party. Find something can check all that. I don't think you're going to find it. How did you build your business? How did you uh, market yourself and, and build over time to what you are now? That's a great question, Matthew. That industry changed so fast on us. I can say I am one of the people using the industrial way to build people and get a clientele because the business, it changed on us so much to the point I really want to catch on it. But I'm working behind the chair and I own a business and I don't really have the time to catch on it. And I don't want to leave behind the chair to catch on that fast way to build a clientele, which I did not master it yet, but I see it happening. But the industrial way is you find the right environment and you just be there. And it doesn't matter when, what do you do that day? You walk in there in a salon, you be in there, you're helping every single person. You just need to be consistent with your surface. Number one, success to build a client is three things. Follow up follow up and follow up. There is how you're going to build your client. You got that client, you need to write every single thing about that client into your system because you're shooting for growth. You're not going to remember a thousand clients. Our brain cannot store that information, but the phone can. So you write a little note and you write yourself a note when you should see that client. Then you follow up if you didn't see her name. You just shoot her a text message. Maybe she didn't like the bangs was a little bit short, but when the hair grows, it's a beautiful. But she already said, I didn't like it because the bangs are. But if she saw that little text message, hi, just thinking of you, how was your son? Because they take a little no. That's a follow-up. Um, as soon as the client finishes, you need to follow up on it to book her next <laughs> visit. Or at least to ask. I will call. She didn't call. A few weeks later, I will text. Follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. That is really uh, how to keep it when you have it. But getting in a chair that's being there in the salon and just hanging around the salon and you've been happy and helping give the body and you're putting your name out there. Business card to all the salon. Uh, I mean, all the business owner around the salon, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, all those, you know, places have high traffic area. I'm sure by you guys, in and out <laughs> I love in and out But here, Dunkin' Donuts is busy. So those places kind of, you can pick up a client. Just walk in here, get in your coffee because we drink a lot of coffee. Industrial way of thinking is different than the new way of thinking. So you can teach us now about the new way of thinking. 
It's interesting because I I coach uh, a lot of business owners and they get so stressed out because they don't feel like they're doing enough marketing on social media. And the research actually shows that the old fashioned marketing that you're talking about, it works, is more effective, that two thirds of all new clients still come from referrals. So what you're talking about really is a more effective way of marketing. And I think that there's so much anxiety about not being good enough on social media. And really social media, if you look at it now, we're so flooded with with noise. What social media does is it serves more as a portfolio of your work, but you're not really going to get new clients so much from the social media. You're going to get it from the networking that you're talking about, the referrals from the people that are in your chair or on your table. Those are the people that are going to be cheering you on and that are going to be doing the marketing for you. So yes, treat them better. Treat the people in your community better. Be the mayor of your town. When you leave the house, make sure everybody knows what you do for a living and you will get the business. Now, when someone refers you, some of them will go to your social media to see who you are and what kind of work you do, but that's not where the business is going to come from. That's just serving as an additional tool in the toolbox. So what you're talking actually is, is a wow. more effective... <laughs> so it's more industrial way, okay. It, it's more effective. And really, if you just think of social media, not as the end result, but as just one of the tools in the toolbox, I think it's going to... I tell you, the industrial way it missing the old book haircut. Yeah. Remember those haircuts? We used to have them. So I can call now that social media, it is my book, my personal book, better than I leave it on the floor. Remember those haircuts back in the day? We get them those books. What do you call it? Dev, Dev Point? Yeah. Dev Point book. It's a book, have all the boys' haircut, all the women's haircut, or, you know. So maybe that is a book now. Okay. I take it. I downgrade it now. <laughs> well, you know, it's so interesting because I did a little research on you and I was like, you don't have a big presence on social media. In fact, you're very difficult to find as an individual, but your businesses, it's very obvious are, are thriving and doing well. So that's a testament to the kind of marketing that you're talking about and the kind of marketing that you do. You know, I don't even have my pictures and my name on my own website at Avalon. I have every single person working for me because that's I know their that. success. <laughs> I know that because I tried to find I tried to find uh, more about you online, and uh, you know, there's not much there. No, it's not so much. I did notice on uh, social media that you your salon was uh, had sustained some damage from Hurricane Ida a few years ago. Yep, you did. Uh, what was it like coming back from that? Very strong. It was coming back very strong. So we came out from COVID 2020. I was blessed. Because again, this industrial way of building business is very successful because you're really working more into your community and your community get to know more about you and you get to know more about your community. I always order food from every single small business owner by me. I don't go to a big boxes name. So now I'm involving in my community where my suite or my traditional salon on, right? 2020 came in. We closed down and it wasn't just me, that whole street, that whole town supported us. 2021 was the storm either, I believe. Yeah, it is 2021, one year later. So we're kind of just walking in out of COVID, very fragile. And before you know it, a bore rain came down, flooded the whole town, every single business. At that day, 
Next morning, I went in, opened my salon. Mud is like about it, that much inside the salon from the water. Every single business got that much, about a, almost half a foot to a feet of a mud. And some people get five, six feet of mud inside their business. The people of Melbourne, New Jersey, the on their own social media, Happy Melbourne, they send the downtown needed help. So, and we need to open. They send their kids, clean up all the street, the sidewalks, the businesses. A couple of days later, most of us open. And we came back. Whoever was near the surface or who doesn't need the surface, they just want to come to support us to make sure we have the capital to put a new furniture, new walls, new drywalls. That was just a community. People, community, it's a huge, to build people from the community, it's a huge advantage. They help you in every storm you're going to come in your way. So one of them was Ida. We've been three a storm, though. It wasn't the first one. Wow, it's incredible to see people come together like that and support each other. And I always believed uh, as a salon owner, as a stylist, that, you know, being part of the community and giving back, it it comes back to you. Big time. Let me ask you, I just have two more questions. And the, one of them is, what parts of your life bring you joy and happiness? Right now, just being being happy, seeing everybody happy around me. Seeing my kids waking up, we have a great, great quality of life here. So my last question for you is, what does the future look like for you? I think it's even better. I was always want to build more of a hair salons, right? Now I want to build more of suites. It's just building people, get them successful. It's a joy. You make a room for successful people to grow more and more. It's a different kind of joy. That's my future now, just seeing, surrounding myself with entrepreneur, not just an employee. That's a different joy. That's awesome. Thank you so much for for joining me for the podcast. Thank you so much for all the opportunity that you are providing to so many people. Uh, and you're just such an inspiration. I really enjoyed uh, having this conversation with you today. Thank you so much, Matthew. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the VIP Suite. I'm Matthew Landis, and I hope you found the insights and inspiration shared today truly valuable for your journey as a solo entrepreneur and independent beauty, health, or wellness professional. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Image Studios 360. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the VIP Suite on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an opportunity to connect with our vibrant community and to discover more incredible stories and strategies. We love hearing from our listeners, so if you have any questions, topics, suggestions, or want to share your own success story, feel free to reach out to me at Matthew at ImageStudios360.com. Remember, dear listener, you are the heartbeat of the beauty, health, and wellness industry. Your dedication and passion make the world a better place, one client at a time. Keep shining, keep growing, and keep making a positive impact. We'll be back with more engaging conversations and valuable content in our next episode. Until then, take care, stay inspired, and continue to create your own VIP suite. For more information about becoming a part of the Image Studios Luxury Salon Suite community, visit our website at imagestudios360.com.